On this episode of Aka Education, Justin speaks with the team at Cutoff Studios about sharing their passion, experiences, and expertise with the acapella community. Community, education, production. The team at Cutoff Studios will provide insight into these three pillars of their success, as well as the importance of communication. Let's get ready. It's time for some Aka Education. Hey everybody, this is Justin Glodish with the Aka Education Podcast, Episode 7, and I have a very special treat today. Here we have the executive team from Cutoff Studios, an international group of musicians, whatever you want to call it. They do recording, they do arranging, they do a lot of educational things. They're amazing, and I have the executive team here. I'm going to start with Matt Zager, and I have Rachel Hamelman, I have Ali Jackiebeck, I have Mackenzie Khan, Lishni Salgado, the executive team from Cutoff Studios. Everybody, welcome to the Aka Education Podcast. You wouldn't know it, but they're all screaming and shouting. They're just muted right now. So um, I'm actually going to start with Matt Zager because Matt is the, the founder of Cutoff Studios and he's the chief executive officer. So Matt, can it, tell us a little bit about Cutoff Studios and what you guys do. Well, first off, thanks for having us on, Justin. This is, uh, this is fantastic. We're super excited to just kind of share our story and share what we've been up to for the last six years. Um, Cutoff Studios, uh, like you said, it's a passion project for us. We all work separate full-time jobs outside of the studio, uh, but all kind of come back to this as our kind of acapella fix. Uh, we do just a ton of different things and excited to kind of share some more. Uh, but I have... Uh, five other experts here with me uh, who get to oversee all of our programs and different initiatives. So I don't want to spoil their uh, thunder. Uh, so I'll just say that, you know, I founded the studio about six years ago. It's grown from a, a team of two or three to a team of 22 active members, like you said, spread across the country and into Canada. And uh, it's just an absolute pleasure to work with some of the most talented and passionate people that I know. That's phenomenal. Up to 22 now. Yeah. That's, that's it's wild. <laughs> and one of you actually has a birthday today. Um, so let's go right to the birthday girl, Rachel. What is it that you do with Cutoff Studios? Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I am the chief of staff for Cutoff Studios. I basically help Matt uh, with our day-to-day -day business operations. Um, I make sure that our projects and programs are developing in a nice, efficient way. Um, kind of help out our other BPs wherever they need help. And in addition, I also run the internship program. Um, super great, we get to bring in a small cohort of students every semester and in the summer, and they learn whatever they want to. They apply to a different track. Production is our most popular one, where they get to work with Kyle, but we have every other track as well, communications, um, events, operations, and production, and administration. So. Yeah, it's really fun. 
Pretty cool. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that um, internship program a little bit later on because I'm really intrigued by that and how, how this machine that is Cutoff Studios works. Um, let's go to Allie. Allie, you are the VP of events, is that correct? That is correct. Uh, I'm Allie, I am, like you said, the vice president of events. Um, that basically means that I am in charge of overseeing all of the events that uh, the studio puts on. Our main event that we uh, that we put on is something called LENS, which stands for Learn, Envision, Network, Sing. It is a magical all day long workshop where we bring together groups, usually from a certain area, um, be it like Northern Virginia, I think we did one up in Rochester, um, DC, and we bring them together for a day full of singing and classes and just loving on each other. Um, and that's been really a joy. I actually started as, uh, I went to the first lens that was put on by Cutoff Studios and that's how I like got to know the studio. So it's just really amazing to come full circle and, you know, lead it up now. I'm, I'm seeing all the like faces. That's pretty yeah. awesome. No, they're, they're all, you can't see it listeners, but everyone is smiling because and they're all nodding. They're like, yeah, that's, that's, we love each that's, other that's so pretty much. awesome. That's, I, I love that you're all happy go lucky, like individuals just watching you all smile right now. This is fantastic. Uh, now we're going to go to um, our international Canadian superstar. Uh, this is Lishni Salgado. Lishni, what is it that you do at Cutoff Studios? Thanks, Justin. And hello, everyone. So uh, I am the token Canadian, um, but that is not my title. I am the VP of operations for Cutoff Studios. So um, operations kind of houses all of our new initiatives, the building, the launching, and then the execution and running of those initiatives when uh, there isn't another fitting home uh, within the studio. So I've got lots going on. I'm supported by some awesome people. Um, but a little bit of what we do in, within operations is uh, running the internship program. I work with the lovely Rachel. Um, we are also actually uh, building to launch right now our video client services uh, division. So offering video editing, video production, when it's safe to get back together again, things like that. We are also building a completely virtual masterclass program to offer both critique and even lessons on specific areas of ACA education. Ah, she said the title. She did it. She said it. Sorry. I did. <laughs> I worked it in there. I like to spin. Nice. Um, and we're also dabbling in maybe a YouTube channel and some ideas around that. We're still kind of in the market research stage right now, but I'm pretty excited about the potential. So uh We'll see. Keep your eyes peeled. Absolutely. That's fantastic. And uh, let's move over to Mackenzie Khan. She is the Vice President of Communications. Mackenzie. Hi. Yeah. I, uh, as Vice President of Communications, I oversee um, mostly our branding, social media, and kind of, you know, getting what we've got out there to the world in the best way possible. Um, not to spoil too much, but we we definitely did just go through a big restructuring as a studio. Um, so with that comes a whole lot of brand rehaul and uh, a new director of social media for me to work with. Um, so things are really heating up and we're doing some really cool stuff um, that I'm really excited to put out there. And I also like to say that I am the uh, spirit chair of Cutoff Studios or perhaps personal cheerleader because um, I am the source of joy and happiness when people need it, <laughs> whether I like it or not. 
Very nice. That's awesome. And they're all smiling too, because, and they all not in agreement. It's great. Um, now there is one person that's not here. And um, as I had mentioned earlier in the, uh, the podcast, you all have your own full-time jobs and Kyle is actually um, one of our essential employees. He's one of uh, our medical workers uh, who's out there on the front lines fighting this COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Matt, you want to give a little description of what um, Kyle does? And uh, thank you, Kyle, for you know doing everything that you're doing uh, for us. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> so Kyle, Kyle Howard is our uh, vice president of uh, production. So he oversees all of our production projects uh, basically from start to finish, he works with now a, a, a large team of producers and has really uh, worked to get them educated and experienced in all things recording, which is fantastic. He also works really closely with Rachel um, on the internship program, overseeing the, the production interns and, you know, really just kind of getting people uh, some some really great experience in uh, I th what I think is definitely a, a growing field. And what fascinates me about Cutoff Studio is usually when I hear the word studio, I think, oh, I'm going to go to a building and I'm going to record or, you know, or I'm going to do something artistic. And there's no brick or mortar space for you guys. This is all done, you know, through networking and connections um, based on, you know, as Ali said, you know, just from meeting people over the course of time. So, um, Matt, can you just describe what that's been like, especially since, you know, you started this in 2014 and it's grown. Um, and what has that been like for you not having a physical space to be in? Well, I'm just going to get this out of the way. The, the team, everybody jokes that I have slid into their DMs at some point. Um, <laughs> And, uh, you know, honestly, that's kind of been our, our I don't want to say motto because that's not the direction we want this to go at all. But that's how we've done a lot of our, our networking, you know, early on. Um, honestly, each, each one of these VPs I had reached out to in some way, shape or form um, prior to them being a part of the studio. Mackenzie met a couple of members as a judge at an ICCA event. Um, and then I, I think the next morning she has jokes that I like sent her a message like super early on. I think it was a Sunday morning or something. Um, so yeah, we don't have a brick and mortar. Uh, we're all virtual. We all do everything out of our homes. Uh, our production team works, you know, from their laptops. They go to the clients to record um, our educational events that Allie was talking about. Um, we go to the, to the schools that want to host these events. Um, our internship program is completely remote. I'm just looking at all these smiling faces and remembering all the things that we do. Um, and then same thing with like, you know, what Lishni was saying, all of our new initiatives um, that we work on internally. It's, it's a lot of Zoom meetings. It's a lot of uh, text messages, Facebook messages, Slack messages back and forth uh, to coordinate, but somehow we make it all work. Um, now, I want to talk to Ali for a second um, as VP of events. You uh, mentioned the Lens program, um, which is essentially an, an educational all-day program filled with, as you said, workshops, uh, the opportunity to, to create music and sing uh, for anyone that's involved. Can you give, um, you know, you've had personal experience in it, but now you lead the way. So could you just describe what that Lens process is? I guess as an attendee, um from going to an event it's 
it's a, it's a long day. And I guess I could say as, you know, as an attendee or as a clinician um, or somebody who's working on planning the event, I mean, it is all of eight hours of working hard and, and singing pretty much nonstop. Um, there's some classes where you can like get away from uh, the singing situation and you can like take an interactive arranging class with Rachel or you can, you know, uh, sit in a powwow circle with Matt and talk about leadership issues um, and, you know, why. <laughs> it's a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting uh, tidbits come from those conversations. Um, and then at the end of it all, you get together and, and you basically take what you've learned, what you've um, accomplished throughout the day, and you showcase that to everyone who attended the event. Um, so watching all of that come to fruition, coming together, um, being in contact with these groups and, and seeing their excitement about, uh, about just getting together and, and spending an eight hour day on a Saturday, um, singing with people that they don't know, taking master classes with people that they don't know. Um, it's truly, it is the light of my life. Now, do you actually have prepared arrangements for um, the program or do groups come in with their own and you um, essentially, uh, a clinician will, you know, offer, you know, advice or how, how does that part work? Yeah. So it's kind of a, it's a make it what you, what you will um, event. So groups will come in. We typically tell people to have, you know, a couple of things in their back pocket to, to be ready to work on. I know in my group went, we had like our three songs that we were working on for our ICCA set, for example. Um, we knew we were going to work those songs really hard. So in our three master classes, we made sure to do one in each. Um, and then at the end of the day, there's, you basically take any of the songs that you sang and you sing them at the showcase. But I will say when I did this, my, the first lens event, we actually did get an arrangement um, for a song called Spirit Cold. And we were all told to learn it before we went to the event. And then we all stood in a circle and held hands and sang Spirit Cold together. And I, I still think about it. It's cool, it like leaves a lasting memory. That's, that's pretty impressive. Absolutely, it's incredible. Um, so Rachel, birthday girl, um, I have to ask about the um, internship program uh, because you know, I, I'm a middle school teacher now, but I've had, uh, I used to teach, you know, kindergarten through 12th grade in one district, a very small district. And a lot of, you know, my seniors, as they were graduating, they were looking for opportunities like this. Um, and even some of them who are still in touch with me now, um, that have, you know, gone on to college. Um, what is the internship program? And could you describe a little bit about each of the tracks that are involved? Sure. Yeah. So it's basically, you get to, um, work with me a lot when you're an intern. So it's for college students um, and then also recent graduates, kind of depending on situation. Um, it's a little bit loose. We like to let people, you know, apply when they want to. But um, yeah, so it's, there's just an application that you put in actually right now, there's an application up, but probably by the time that this goes up, it will not be there anymore. But um, yeah, so we have five tracks right now, basically. You apply as a student um, to one of the tracks. There's the administrative track, which is you work closely with me and Matt, um, kind of learning what it takes to run an acapella studio. Obviously we're in a little bit of a different situation um, being kind of our passion project, but um, it's kind of more like managing our, our client retention and 
um, helping with scheduling and things and then um, working on our communications track with uh, Mackenzie. You get to work really closely with social media and come up with initiatives for networking. Um, and then our operations track, you can, it's, it's kind of an operations, you can choose what you're interested in. So you can help out with the masterclass program um, or you could help out with video, it kind of depends on interests of the student. Um, and then events, you help Allie plan the lens events, which is a huge undertaking. Um, so any help that she can get there is great. And then production, we really like to let the students, um, if they can record their own people and then use that for their project and kind of learn the process from the beginning all the way through the end of mixing for a single. Um, and if people want to do more, they can, but we want to, we really like to let people do what they want to. So if they're interested in multiple areas, we like, like to let people tell us that and then kind of get them touch their toes and everything that they want to just to see. Um, Cause that's kind of what we want to do is just help people learn and get to meet as many people as they want to. Right. And I, I think that's, that's the important part is, is the idea of meeting as many people as possible and networking. And what I find fascinating is that it's not just, it's not just the one track. You know, usually when people go to different internships, it's focused specifically on one thing. You have literally opened up the gamut, if you will, to give freedom of choice so for students to be able to pick what it is that they My want. Hand and because it. of that, you now have, you know, as Matt said, um, the, the business has grown because I believe some of these students who had participated in the internships have now gone on to work for the that studio. So, um, you know, you're really opening that, um, those opportunities up for those students and not not I was going to throw in a little, like, my Angelou quote of, that I think we all um, and live by, maybe that, unintentionally, I want to move to and because, uh, um, that I can feel, curious, you know, every time uh, we're working with a, a different group, perspective because, we know that people aren't going to remember what we did or what Canada, we said, they're really going to remember um, I'm not how we sure made how them how feel, the, uh, um, and the truly that's what gets, you. That um, is where but I, our relationship with these groups different. develop. It's um, not, I'm curious you know, because we gave them about the, the, uh, the best piece of advice that they've ever received to, for, you know, what for a song. Your, um, thought it's, process on, you know, did like, we meet them where they were at? For you? Did we, like you said, make this, them feel comfortable? Do we make them feel good? Able to come um, together. Like, and really, how often that's do you our all job. discuss things? Um, and how often um, do you find yourself wanting to come down here and be with all of us and, and not have that opportunity? So what, uh, what is it like uh, being able to uh, network continuously with this group and get things accomplished? Oh my gosh. So how often do I want to come down every day? Like, this is such a fun group to be a part of, to work with, to just like swap stories with. It's honestly, it's it's so exciting. Um, but in terms of being uh, a little bit more of a distant employee, I've never felt any different. Um, everyone's always been so accommodating in terms of, you know, sorry guys, there's this really awesome lens event. I really wish I could go but it would take me 10 hours on a plane to get there. So I'm sorry, I can't make it. You know what, I'll help in any other way I can. Things like that, it's, it's been awesome. Um, I'm actually in Ontario, so still in the Eastern time zone. Um, but as this group has noticed, I'm a little bit of a late riser. So um, there is the joke that I'm just on like Pacific time because that's just kind of how my brain works in terms of when I get up and go to sleep. Um, so, you know, virtual in more ways than one, but honestly, so connected to everyone here. It's been great. And Mackenzie, uh, 
question for you about, you know, communications. Uh, one of the things that, you know, for us, for me as a music educator and for a lot of the teachers that is coming is um, we don't know what school is going to look like, uh, especially, you know, where some of us are in hybrid model teaching where we're in school half time, we're online half time, or we're online all the time, or someone has a crazy idea and we're actually in school five days a week, you know? So um, communication really becomes more important to us as educators. Um, and is there any, you know, tips or, you know, you said that you are the, the go-to um, happiness resident. Um, is there anything that you could offer to us educators uh, in terms of communication, um, you know, networking that we don't feel the doom and gloom every day because I'm not going to lie. It, it really feels like doom and gloom every day. And, you know, we need some positivity. So is there anything that you could offer uh, to us? Oh my gosh. Well, resident sunflower coming in. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not something you can really uh, put too much of a spin on. It's, it's a hard time. I have a lot of friends who are educators who are, you know, really scared about going back to school and about um, supporting their kids and students um, in such a weird time. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like the best part about this whole terrible thing that has come out, like the best part of the <laughs> pandemic has been the fact that like even as a remote studio, we've communicated so much more. Um, and like everybody else, I've been FaceTiming my long distance best friends for so many hours um, more than I used to, which has been really good. So I don't know, co communication really is key, not to like <laughs> sound cliche right. about it, but um, you know, keeping in touch and being honest about your feelings and where you're at and what you need from people and what you can offer to support. Um, it's not really, I think, a situation meant for sugarcoating because we all need what we can get right now. Um, yeah, maybe that's not the most happy thing on it, the person I am, I don't know. I feel like it's, it's important to just, you know, keep connected with each other and um, on the same page and in each other's business as much as we allow it and want it from one another. Um, that's, that's the only way that we can get through anything, you know, and also focus, like keeping, keeping that little light in your lives and making sure that the little things that you do um, that make you happy are really, uh, you know, focused on. Yeah. There's definitely a, a, a socio-emotional like impact throughout this entire situation. And, you know, not only um, are we focused on what we need to accomplish, but we need to also make sure that, you know, our students or for you, your clients, they're, they're just doing okay. You know, um, I had a previous conversation with Matt where um, our district actually set apart time uh, to talk with our homeroom students just to check in and not even ask about homework or assignments or anything. It was, how are you? how do you feel, you know? And, you know, there's a lot of my, from personal experience, a lot of my students have been, you know, impacted. They've, they've lost family members, you know, they've gotten sick themselves, their family has gotten sick. So it's, um, it's definitely important to, to you hit the nail on the head, because you did say just checking in with each other is probably really, really important. 
And yeah. I agree with that 100%. Absolutely. I'm, I'm super lucky to live with really close friends um, and have kind of like a built-in quarantine, if you will. Yeah. Um, and it's absolutely been vital to, you know, going through this whole thing is just the fact. And, and also with Cutoff Studios, we've done a number of um, things within just studio members within our like lens network, um, the groups that have attended lens before all the members that we've worked with and met um, as well as like worked on different events with um, and, you know, just, and then open kind of networking events, being able to, like I said before, like communicate kind of more than ever from far away um, Mm -hmm. has been huge. It's been huge. It's it, yeah. and not just like I'm sure for us, but for um, the students that we know and the people that maybe we don't um, just to, to have an open space where it's kind of OK to talk about whatever we need to. Right. I agree. Ah, that needs a moment. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, this is Justin from the Aka Education Podcast here to tell you about Anchor. Anchor is what I use to create these podcasts and let me tell you, it's free. Uh, There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And the beauty of it is we'll distribute the podcast for you. So I can record on Anchor and it's going to send it to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all these other places as well. And I love that I can make money from this podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back with the Aka Education Podcast. I'm talking with the executive team from Cutoff Studios. And I want to get into um, your your production side of your business because I know that with no brick and mortar space, you actually travel to your clients to be able to record them. So um, in the COVID era, if you will, how do you, um, Matt, I'll start with you. How do you um, intend on approaching um, working with your clients um, if you aren't able to be with them? Yeah, you know, it's, this is all a learning experience for us. Um, first and foremost is, is my team's safety and then the safety of our clients. So Mm-hmm. No matter what, we're going to be doing everything to make sure that we're staying safe and that our clients are staying safe. Um, with that said, you know, we, we really hope that we can come up with some, some protocols that will allow us to still work with clients, whether it's in a one-on-one space where it's socially distanced, you know, six or eight feet apart with lots of disinfecting wipes and, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> uh, just a lot of different safety measures put in place. Or we find other ways to, uh, to work on projects, whether it's the group sending in their own recordings and we do the post-production work. Or, you know, if, if somebody in the group is interested and possibly is one of our interns, um, having that intern do uh, the recording work themselves. And then also as a part of their internship, maybe start doing uh, the post-production work too. Uh, you know, I think... I don't want to toot our own horn too much, but I think what makes us so special and so unique is the ability to be so flexible. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll say with COVID, nothing really changed for us. I think, uh, honestly, we got busier internally. Um, I think we got busier externally just by hosting the events that 
um, Mackenzie was talking about virtually. Um, and I think, you know, with, with Lishni um, starting a new video production thing that opens us up to helping groups um, meet, meet that need, which, you know, we've all seen the, the box videos pop up. So, um, you know, Rachel uh, actually worked on a project so I can kind of toss it to her. She did a, she worked on a, a box video project uh, this spring, so. Yeah, Rachel, you want to talk about that for a second? Sure, yeah. So it was the first time that we ever did it, um, but Kyle, our VP of production, um, he got in contact with the group um, along with our one of our partners, RDX, talking to them about just doing uh, the post-processing for some audio files that they had for a song. And then um, we just kind of, they asked, hey, can you do video? And I was like, well, I can do video. You know, we didn't have a video services department at the time, mm -hmm. but I was like, sure, I can do this. Um, and so that's kind of something that we, out of, like Matt said, we were really flexible and we like to give our clients what we can. And so a, a client came along and said, we wanna be able to do this. And we said, yeah, we can make that happen. Um, and so that was kind of how that project was born. And then we now have somebody new who is super interested in video. And so she's heading the video services department. Um, and so that's another way, you know, being able to get groups, their audio, like Matt said, on their own and then um, bringing it in um, to us to do the post-processing is another safer way that we can do it. Um, and so, yeah, it was a really good experience. And so I'm excited to kind of still offer that going into the fall. I hope that groups will still be able to, no matter what happens, mm -hmm. do those type of projects. Right. I mean, I know for myself personally, I kind of had to learn how to make a box video on the fly, you know, with my own um, acapella group, my middle school group. And, you know, I put that up there, but, you know, it's a, it's a time consuming process. And if you don't know the process, then it's even longer, you know? So, um, and, you know, I love that you're adding video because it just, it expands the, the capabilities of what your studio does. And what I love about your company is that it's, um, it was almost like it was prepared for, you know, you're thriving because this was your business model to begin with, you know? And I, I think that's important and, you know, you've grown because of this and I'm looking forward to see what, uh, what comes more forward. So um, I had a question about um, how you would go about now actually teaching um, because the lens, uh, the lens program is an in-person full day event. Um, and I, I feel like I've heard the word masterclass be, um, be discussed at some point. Uh, would someone like to talk about Masterclass or Masterclass 2.0, I think is what I've heard. Uh, Lishni? Yes, I would love to talk about Masterclass 2.0 because this little client offering is my baby. I'm, uh, it's the passion project within the passion project that is the studio. Um, so Masterclass 2.0 was founded slightly out of a selfish need to want to contribute to the studio and to our clients. Um, from across the US Canada border. And I thought, how can I make this happen? Mm -hmm. um, so then I started thinking and talking with studio members about, you know, master classes as they are right now. And I realized there are a lot of ways to improve them, primarily being offering them virtually. 
Um, but not only are we offering these uh, virtually to cut out the cost of traveling and to allow it to happen with our clients safely, um, but there's two different streams in terms of offering masterclasses where we're critiquing uh, a set or any sort of arrangement, something that's, you know, someone's bringing to the table or a stream where you're working with an expert within the studio who's been handpicked based on your background and their background, based on what you're looking to learn and what they have experience in that they wanna share with you. Um, but not only that, there's one more aspect about Masterclass 2.0 that I'm really excited about, um, which is why are Masterclasses one and done? That's, I mean, it's great, mm but it could be so much better if you had a time period to invest with the same person, you know, learning a bit, going back, maybe implementing it and running into issues and then going back to that same person to say, hey, like, what about this? Have you ever seen this? Things like that. Uh, so our Masterclass Studio program also has the option to be one shot, but also to be over an extended period. So you can really invest in your education as well. I love that, man. Like, can, can we like start doing that now? Because, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested like to have my students be a part of that. That is, that is a really cool program. Um, and I agree with like, when you say one and done, I mean, I've been a part of master classes where I've seen, you know, some professionals, you know, give a lot of, you know, their ideas and, and then I never see that person again. And I'm like, Oh, wait, what did he say? And that's part of it too, because, you know, my brain just, I, I mean, I have two toddlers, I have dad brain, I forget things that I did yesterday, you know, so when trying to remember something that was taught to me by the, a clinician, and I haven't seen them in a couple of weeks, it's, it's hard to remember, but to have that option to speak with them more than once, I, I is really is, it's huge, that could be a game changer, Matt. Yeah, you know, I was just going to say, I think another cool thing is we connect with our, our clients on almost, this, if not the exact same level as we connect with each other mm -hmm. as a team. Um, we've worked with, I mean, look at Allie. She came to our first ever Lens event. She then joined the studio. Well, actually, before she did that, she recorded her group's first ever single with, with Kyle. Um, then she joined the studio now she's overseeing our entire events department. Um, we stay connected to our clients uh, and, and have built just some lasting friendships, not only internally, but externally. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's just like one of the coolest things about us um, is we want to build and maintain these relationships. And it's not, you know, it's, it's with groups that we see year after year, but it's also with members of these right. groups that we, we talk to and they come to our virtual networking yeah. event. Mackenzie, you want to add on to that? Yeah, I just want to shout out real quick my girls in the GW pitches because they were my first master class ever at a lens. Um, and as a woman who comes from all female acapella, I really immediately felt very at home. Um, and <laughs> I'm a really nervous teacher. So I kind of went in and was like, hey guys, it's my first master class <laughs> in years too. So let's figure out what happens. And it was such a fulfilling experience and definitely um, one of my favorite things to do with the studio now is, you know, go to Lens and be able to work with these groups and connect with these people. And I, I bought a GW Pitches sweatshirt. Matt and I put it in order last year. So I wear it all the time. Um, and I, I mean, living up to my title, I communicate with a lot of kids that we work with. Um, again, not because I'm like, well, I work for Cutoff Studios and I should maintain this, but because like, 
I really like them. <laughs> we have good conversations and I have people who send me things that are like, look at what I just worked on or, you know, what, what can you tell me about this? How can I help you? Um, and it's, it's a very unique and super cool thing to be a part of just this community that somehow we have, you know, fostered and, and been so lucky to be part of. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, the communication, you need to, you need to feel comfortable working with, with people. And if, if you're working with a client and they don't feel comfortable, then maybe, you know, something's going on there, you know? So it's important um, because I feel that if you at least make the client feel comfortable, they're going to give you everything that they got. You know, they're going to want to work with you to the best of their ability to, to continue working with you. And that, I mean, for you, that is, that is a way for you to bring them back. And then they go and tell their friends and now, now there's more clients and now you're hiring more people. And it's just, it's the way good business works. And, you know, and it, it's really, it's a humanity thing. You know, we, we, there's a lot going on in, in the world today. Um, not just with, you know, everyone being, you know, with the COVID-19 pandemic, but there's a lot of social issues going on uh, in the world. And, um, you know, a little kindness goes a long way. And I, I think that's really important for anyone out there listening to know that, you know, if you're kind, you know, good things are going to come to you, you know, so uh, they're all snapping for me. I feel like I'm, I'm a poet and I don't even know it. All right. So uh, before we get ready uh, to close, I want uh, to give each of you the opportunity to um, kind of describe uh, what is going to happen for Cutoff Studios as we move forward in this, this COVID-19 realm. You know, what is it that you have, um, you know, I know that Lishni had mentioned her passion project of her passion project with uh, 2.0, with Masterclass 2.0, but what about everyone, um, what about everyone else? What is it something, what is something you're looking to accomplish with the studio as you move forward? Um, I want to start with Allie. Yeah, so um, like I'd mentioned, my role is really focused on, on well, duh, it's focused on events, but it's really focused on our lens <laughs> events, um, which are really, it was a really hard thing discussing with our group, uh, with my team, you know, how can we make an event that is so impactful due in part to the fact that it's in person? How can we possibly mm. translate that into something that's virtual. And I'm really lucky to have two people on my team who have never even been to a lens event before. Um, so they have no like emotional ties to the way things used to be. Uh, so I found myself, I kept going back to like, oh, well like, how are we gonna make sure everybody gets to talk to each other and like gets to hang out and like, how can we make sure they can sing together? And they're like bringing me back down to earth, like Allie, like they're not even gonna be in the same room if they attend this thing, like that's not possible. Um, but we've been working through that. We've got some big plans in the works for a, a virtual lens class. Um, and what's super exciting about it and kind of like a positive thing that comes out of this whole situation is, you know, we're not limited by geography anymore. So this could be the biggest and best lens. I put that in air quotes because we don't really know what we're going to call it yet. Um, and that to me is like such a silver lining and a blessing and we're really excited to, to work with it. Still obviously iron out some of the details and I don't want to say anything now and then have it like be totally different in a month and then be like, crap. Uh, but yeah, that's translating that big emotional, personal event into 
a virtual one. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. How about you, Mackenzie? Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, as far as my whole thing goes, like I said okay. before, um, we just recently kind of went through a big restructuring, uh, I don't know, era period with the studio where we welcomed so many new people. Um, and we really revamped a lot of um, our approaches to things and the, just kind of the way that like cut off functions, um, not just as a business, with, but like also within our own lives. Um, because of course this is our passion project. It's our, our side life. And that's definitely what makes it so special because we have, you know, the energy to devote to something that we love that isn't, we don't have to do this. So we want to, but you know, all that said, um, there's a lot of changes coming and uh, on top of, or rather most of all in that, like in my department is our rebrand and um, pumping out all of these new projects that we have coming on social media and making sure also, you know, in these bananas times that we're in that the people that we've worked with um, within the studio and within our community are, like we said before, supported um, and know that we're available to them um, both in that way, um, emotionally and as, you know, friends, mentors, whatever they might need, um, in the time, but also like as a resource for figuring out how to make this work right now, because, you know, acapella is not going to stop. We're, (laughs) we're making plans. We're figuring out how we can all keep doing this, um, in whatever capacity we can until we can do it in person. Um, so, I really want to make sure that we can communicate that to not just the people right. that we've worked with, but you know, the whole acapella community at large. Um, I think that what cutoff has is very special. I am very super, super, super lucky to work with people who are as passionate about this as I am and as passionate about each other and the community at large. So, um, you know, just making sure that that gets out there. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, Rachel, how about you? Sure. Yeah. So luckily our internship program was always remote. So not too much is changing with it. Um, We did add kind of a couple more tracks. um, Like I was talking about before, we didn't have all those options before. So this will be kind of our first going into our first semester of those new opportunities for people. Um, And I don't want to say too much, um, but we are potentially going to start a new kind of program for students that kind of just love cut off because um, we make some of our, you know, best friends that are in college and um, they want to help out with the studio, but maybe they don't have time to do an internship. We're trying to start a student ambassador program. Um, so that'll kind of okay. be coming forward. Um, not all the details are ironed out yet. Um, but yeah, and then in terms of kind of my chief of staff role, we're we're really working on this, like Mackenzie said, our um, reorganization. We have a lot of new things that we're trying to like make a little bit more um, tight and kind of a little bit more efficient um, just because we're so big right now we have so many projects going on so that's kind of where we're going with that and going to be continuing to work on that in the fall and making sure that everything is on time doing good things going forward awesome uh lishni so I just want to say building a video production department in a pandemic is a very interesting experience. Um, but one of the things that it's allowed us to do is streamline and focus on um, priorities in terms of what can we do 
uh, that is safe? What can we do in these limited circumstances? And the first thing that we're getting out the door, and actually I think by the time this podcast goes live, uh, it will be available as an option for clients, is um, editing of box videos. You know, things where people are recording themselves and sending it over to someone who has the video editing expertise and making sure the client still feel that their brand is represented through all mm-hmm. of that. Um, and yeah, it's just another way to let acapella live in such a weird, crazy time. Right. Uh, and Matt, how about you, sir? The boss. <laughs> well, you know, so first, first thing I have to say is um, the five of us on here tonight, we represent the team of 22. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we're, we are the lucky ones that, get to get to be on here kind of be the face of of the studio um but we are supported and none of this would be possible without the other 20 people that are a part of our team that's what makes us who we are uh that's what allows us to do all these amazing things Allie alluded to her two directors that she works with um everybody here has has people that they get to work with on a daily basis and that's what makes us so successful Um, I think for me, uh, one of the coolest things is over the last six years, seeing how it has transitioned from my vision uh, and a reflection of who I am in the acapella world to a reflection of everybody on our team. Mm -hmm. Um, I see little pieces of each one of us in what we're doing. Um, I see Lishni's 2.0 program, which she, you know, presented years ago. I see an internship program that was developed, basically took a disastrous internship program that I started uh, and completely fixed it. <laughs> uh, that was Rachel. Um, Allie and Events, Kyle Production, Mackenzie, all, everybody else on our team. They're just little pieces of each one of us now that are a part of the fabric that is Cutoff Studios. And as the person that got to start this, it's one of the coolest things to see. Absolutely. Uh, and, and to just be a part of that, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so looking forward, uh, the question that comes up occasionally is, you know, how long are we going to do this? And my answer is always, as long as we're still loving it mm-hmm. and we are still loving it. We are a family. We are, we have our ups and downs, I think as a team, uh, but we love it. We love each other. We love what we're doing. So we're going to keep doing it until it's not fun anymore. Awesome. Now I know that you, um, you have a lot of, you know, plans. You literally just gave them all, but um, what are, how can uh, listeners contact cutoff studios um, in terms of, you know, maybe looking at for particular arrangers to arrange for them or, you know, when we are able to get a recording back up and running, you know, who, how can they get in touch with Cutoff Studios? You can find Cutoff Studios at www.cutoffstudios.com um, as well uh, as on Facebook. We are Cutoff Studios there and on Instagram at cut underscore off underscore studios make sure you have those underscores in there because uh that's important um and on our website you can find all of the information regarding our wonderful internship program um all of the things that we do regarding production um and events and pretty much all of the information will stay up to date on that as well as our social channels um and you can email us we've got a variety of 
emails. The one that uh, at least I function off of is contact at cutoffstudios.com. We've also got production. I think if I'm not mistaken, we can, uh, at least the vice presidents can be reached at their first name at cutoffstudios.com. So um, that makes it pretty easy for anybody to get in touch with us. And, you know, if even if you find one of us on social media um, anywhere, you can feel free to, you know, slide into our DMs as is cut off tradition and just, you know, ask questions. We, like I said, we are here because we are so excited to be a part of this and to be able to stay involved in the acapella community um, and, you know, learn and teach and all grow together. So we are never going to say no to any kind of message or question. And if we can't answer it, we'll put you in touch with somebody who can. Fantastic. Well, Matt, Rachel, Lishni, Mackenzie, Ali, Cutoff Studios, it has been a pleasure talking with all of you today. And um, folks, make sure you get in contact with them if you need anything uh, that they've talked about today. We'll be right back. That's it for this week's episode of the Aka Education Podcast. I want to thank the production team at Cutoff Studios for joining us this week. Next week, we'll have Kyle Howard, VP of Production of Cutoff Studios. Be sure to check out the links in our episode description for different resources that we discussed during today's episode. Check us out on social media, Aka Ed Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. Be sure, if you haven't done so already, to subscribe to this podcast so you can be notified when a new episode is posted every week. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Music Podcasts, and we're also on Anchor. You can also now check us out on Acaville Radio, acaville.org. And last, if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for the podcast, be sure to email me at acaedpodcast at gmail.com. I'm Justin Glodish. I'll see you next week.